The Good Boy Podcast, a monthly conversational dog storytelling podcast. I'm your host, Ilya Alexeyev, and this month's episode, I'm doing another solo episode from The Good Boy Podcast Studios, and I am talking about a Netflix series called It's Bruno. So kind of the baseball card uh, information, uh, it's a Netflix series that came out May 17th, 2019. It is only eight episodes long, and the total runtime is about a little more than two hours. So each episode is like 15 minutes or so. It is a comedy, and uh, Netflix has it described as offbeat and absurd, and it has a mature rating. Not that that really matters, but just to give you a better idea of the humor. Uh, all the episodes are directed by lead actor Solvin Name. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And uh, he wrote the first four episodes and co-wrote the last four episodes with David Ebert. And he plays the main character. Uh, It was nominated for an outstanding short-form comedy or drama series at the Emmys. And for those keeping score at home, it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which means 100% of the reviewers liked it with an average rating of 7.5. So someone someone gave it a 7, someone gave it an 8. They average all of that out to a 7.5 out of 10. And uh, the description uh, that I pulled from Wikipedia says that it follows the story of a man and his beloved puggle dog Bruno as they stroll through the streets of Bushwick, Brooklyn. And... Uh, for those of you who may not know, a puggle is a breed that is part pug and part be- beagle. And another just simple note is that Bruno plays himself. So it's Bruno is the dog. Uh, and he plays himself, so that's cool. Uh, I'm going to go into spoilers for the show as I go through it. So if you're interested in watching it, it's not a very long show. So you can pause this watch it and then come back to hear my thoughts and hear my good boy podcast spin on the show. Um, I'll try not to spoil it and I don't want to just go too much reading notes of the plot of the episodes. So I will try my best not to do that. Um, And I tried to write down things that caught my attention that would be relevant to the show. So the very first episode opens up with a nice montage of Malcolm and Bruno and he gives his dog turkey meat. Um, So Malcolm is the main character played by the guy who wrote and directed it and Bruno's the dog. Just for clarifying, it took me a sec to realize Malcolm was his name. And before I even go further, I like watching the Airbud movies and then this, there was a lot of montages with dogs uh, I'm not sure why maybe that's just something I just picked on now I mean who's not for a good montage but that was a observation I made early on and he gives his dog turkey meat now I I have not specifically heard of like anyone doing that for any particular reason turkey is pretty lean um, so that's probably it And so uh, the episode continues, 
and Malcolm and one of the people in his neighborhood. Uh, so uh, when I read the description, it says Bushwick, Brooklyn, and the show really focuses on like a neighborhood. Uh, the setting is just in this neighborhood, so you see a lot of familiar faces, even if you don't really know all the characters' names. Uh, so there's like a very communal feeling to it, uh, where it's like, oh, great, here's this, I ran into this guy. Uh, so Malcolm and one of the neighbors, Harvey, uh, they're at the corner of a street waiting for the light to change, and they both have their dogs, and they kind of look back and forth at each other, and they both tell their dogs to sit, and they both sit. Um, and this is kind of like, how they kind of frame it is like, um, how, <laughs> it, like in a movie or something where, you know, you're at a stoplight and you see two cars and they're two young guys and they start revving their engines and get kind of like competitive like that. So they're looking back and forth. They tell their dogs to sit. They both sit. And then they say, lay down. And, uh... Bruno does not lay down. And so the Harvey, the neighbor, wins. And so there's a funny part where uh, Malcolm is talking to Bruno, like kind of like whispering quietly. He's like, you got to lay down when I say. Um, and uh, if, if it's not clear when I go through this, Malcolm really cares about Bruno. Bruno is like the most important thing in his life if you just are watching the show Bruno is basically all he does like they don't really show like a job or any other thing he does other than uh, his daily routine with Bruno then the next kind of uh, dog related thing is uh, this this woman with her I believe it's her granddaughter uh, just or walking down the street the granddaughter comes up and just starts petting Bruno and Malcolm gets mad uh, and and then he pets the granddaughter on the head and he's like are you cool with me doing that um, and I thought that was like an interesting kind of protective uh, measure I think most people are pretty most people that I've met are pretty welcoming to have their dogs pet and uh, I usually I won't pet other people's dogs without asking, but I'll I'll let the dog smell me. Um, but it was it was funny to see him get so defensive. Carrying on walking down the street, uh, the corner store, which is called Bodegas in New York, no longer has the specific uh, turkey meat that Bruno likes, because of course Bruno has a specific specific brand of turkey meat that he likes, and it's, <laughs> it's kind of implied that it's like. Malcolm has tried other ones, but like this one was his favorite. And so he tries to go into the supermarket and this guy stops him. And so he ties up Bruno and this kid tries to take him away. Malcolm sees it, runs out, um, argues about whose dog it is. Uh, that is kind of an important thing. Um, so I, I'm going to struggle with not trying to just say the plot. So if I don't come back on that specifically, that's why. Um, but it, that part at least shows like he really care, like is one of the first instances that shows how much he cares about Bruno. Um, and then one of his neighbor, uh, Malcolm's neighbors, 
for whatever reason, is saying Bruno's name is Charlie. And then Malcolm's in his apartment and tries and says, Charlie, sit and lay down. And Bruno does, does that. And then he's kind of like, oh, man, what gives? Uh, so then, again, on the same corner, he sees Harvey with his dog again. They do the sit. Uh, they do the lay down. And then Malcolm has Bruno roll over. And the other dog, Angie, does not roll over. And uh, Malcolm smiles and walks away. And the episode ends. So there's a lot of good, nice little nuggets in that first episode. So I enjoyed that one. So the next episode starts with the woman talking at like the nail salon about how he Malcolm won't let her uh, pet the dog um, and one thing like I mentioned about the neighborhood is they do really show like these characters even if it's like these short little scenes of talking about Malcolm and the and Bruno um, <laughs> so this uh, episode revolves around pooping on the street like poop and run so Malcolm asks these neighborhood kids and they're wearing you know nice shoes and so he was saying, like, hey, man, it's in your best interest to find out who's doing this because that's really going to mess up your shoes. Uh, so Malcolm's just standing there, and this random guy steps in dog poop and blames uh, blames Malcolm slash Bruno. And Bruno's a tiny dog. He's a pug beagle mix. And then it's like this giant dog poop. And so Malcolm's, like, being all defensive and saying uh how it's like that's not even feasible you know how is that possible bruno's way too small so i thought that was a good joke um as carry through the episode there's like this brand new hipster hipster looking guy who clearly just moved to new york um he walks into the pet store that malcolm goes to malcolm's kind of like eyeing him um this guy has like a greyhound or similar type of dog like a fast slim fast dog so malcolm is following him sees his dog take a poop while hiding behind like some stairs and says like hey pick up your poop and then the dude like goes into like a track stance and starts running away later on malcolm is just kind of venting with his friends and one of the friends his dog is humping his leg uh and Malcolm tells him that to stop that, you're going to have to be assertive and basically uh, say it with authority. Uh, because when the owner says it, he doesn't stop pumping his leg, but when Malcolm says it, he does. So there is a, another little common dog behavior thrown in the episode. Just another funny part that is relevant is uh, one of Malcolm's neighbors did see it, and he was going to detail explaining how when you step in it, uh, you can't step again. You can't step again with the shoe that has the poop in it. Otherwise, you'll get in every uh, crevice, and everyone on the block will know that. Um, <laughs> so in terms of relevancy, uh, that's the end of the episode here. Third episode. Um, so it starts with a, a montage for in a commercial um, that, has, that stars Malcolm's rival, Harvey, uh, his dog Angie, who's a uh, like a, a, a dash hound or uh, some uh, a small breed that's um, black and brown. I'm blanking on the name right now, um, but another small dog. And uh, Angie's it cuts to Angie being walked, and kids wanted to take 
picture and and Harvey uses his jacket to cover up her pooping and he doesn't uh, want people taking pictures of her pooping and <laughs> just want to make a quick note that this this is a comedy so it's weird if I explain the jokes so I'll try to avoid uh, if you are familiar with the Simpsons the Rainier Wolf Castle that's the joke uh, but I may have to explain some of the jokes to get through my points i guess he sees this star has this dog has a certain amount of stardom so he doesn't want the dog seen in a poor light so he covers her, her pooping with his jacket later on uh the pet stores pet store guys take malcolm behind the store like secret kind of secretly and they they <laughs> they're offering him this this ultra premium dog food from italy it's like a hundred dollars per bag um and one of the guys is like, "Oh, we can't legally sell it yet," uh, which is which is just so funny that there's like such a uh, high value for uh, something that probably, honestly, most dog owners take for granted is dog food. I mean, we just get like a big bag from the store, um, just kind of like a value kind of thing. Um, so it's funny that Malcolm is like super interested in this and he buys it. Malcolm's going on with his day and he sees Angie's in the grocery store and he's asking the owner what gives. And the owner's like, oh, I allow it because Angie's a celebrity. And so that's just like, and that's good for business. That's just another great concept that it's like, well, of course I'm going to like go against my own rules uh, for a celebrity. And it's like the celebrity is just a dog. Malcolm's a lot of the show has Malcolm just walking down the street doing stuff. And so as he continues to walk down the street, he uh, sees a sign for an ad for uh, looking for dogs to photograph. So he he does it. Uh, the show jumps forward two weeks later and pet store guy is calling Malcolm about this new product. Malcolm is so happy that he just hangs up. Uh, but you, But it indicates that uh, the guy wasn't done talking. And before he gets to the store, uh, he sees the Harvey, his rival, and says, hey, Bruno's a celebrity too. And uh, he gets to the store and sees Bruno's on this product called Enough Eating Crap. And these are some tab tablets to help your dogs stopping from eating poo. Um, and Bruno's right on there. And when Malcolm had Bruno had his pictures taken, he wasn't eating poop. So uh, he's furious that Bruno is seen as such this negative light, uh, and he takes all the bottles. And uh, um, and then the it's just a funny moment where the one pet store guy tells the other one, "All right, put out another the next box." Uh, but it just shows really how much Malcolm cares about Bruno that. Yeah, he got paid to be on this thing, but he cares what he is being sponsored for. Like, if my dog was being sponsored for anything, I'd be like, yeah, whatever the product is, you know, that's not something I would expect. So, uh, Malcolm is very protective of Bruno. Alrighty, episode four. This episode starts with a small yappy dog at the park that won't stop barking, uh, and it shows subtitles of what the dog is saying. And it's like pretty dark and graphic and um, stuff that I, c I will not repeat on the show. But basically like I'm going to kill you and all of this expletive 
written threats. And so um, I thought that was a great, uh, <laughs> great uh, choice to throw in there. Uh, I think that's like a joke people have made. Like, oh, yeah, this dog, you know, this tiny little dog's threatening to do all this stuff. <laughs> but it, w it, was, it was funny to have uh, them write out subtitles for it. And <laughs> Malcolm is kind of talking to this other guy at the park. And this woman starts petting Bruno. And like I mentioned earlier, Malcolm hates that. But then it does a slow-mo reveal. And Malcolm's eyes widen up. And he's totally into her. And she asks to see some tricks. And then Bruno does them. And then she says, you should have my number. And Malcolm gives it to her. Um, <laughs> it feels, it felt like really unrealistic. Uh like that that's something that would only happen in a dream but hey it happened to malcolm and the tricks by the way were relatively simple like uh it's it's not always easy to train the dog to do those tricks but uh i don't know maybe just me growing up with dogs i am just not ultra impressed by those tricks so um <laughs> it is funny to see like this girl like so in into those like relatively simple trick they ultimately go on a date and all they do is talk about bruno and then malcolm starts detailing his elaborate routine um after he talks about it for a while she says i would love to be a part of that routine then there's another montage of the two spending time and falling in love and uh as the montage goes on uh she starts giving more attention to bruno rather than malcolm <laughs> Uh, I thought that was, like, very, well, it's funny, but odd, like, it's like, why would she be so into this dog? So, she knits a sweater for him, she brushes him, one day they are getting intimate, and, uh, she says Bruno's name, and Malcolm at first was like, did you say Bruno? And she says no, and I don't want to go into all the whole joke, but, uh, essentially she does it again, um, and <laughs> he gets really mad, uh, and then cut forward, um, she's making Bruno breakfast, and Malcolm says, hey, I used to do that, and she's like, you used to do that, now I do that, and then Bruno's wearing the sweater, and she says, Bruno doesn't really do sweaters, <laughs> and so again, that's another, like, odd thing where it's like, how would, like, you know, I mean, other than, like, you deciding that's not part of his personality. Like, that's such, like, an odd thing to say. <laughs> so the girl sends Malcolm to the store to pick up some more turkey. And while he's doing that, she starts packing up all her stuff and is basically planning to take Bruno with him. Luckily for Malcolm, he forgot his wallet. So he goes back to his apartment. Uh, he then finds her taking Bruno... And he kicks her out saying, you can't do this to Bruno. Um, then there's a quick montage of her getting close with a bunch of other guys who have dogs. And then it shows her apartment. She has all these dogs kenneled with pictures of the guy. And then she has an empty spot with Bruno. Uh, so she steals people's dogs. <laughs> and so that is such like a weird thing. It's like she gets close with people and then she takes their dogs. And that's the end of episode four. 
Episode 5, Malcolm finds a lost dog and returns it to the owner, and she asks him to start walking him uh, for money. And people love dogs, but oftentimes they don't always have time to walk them, or they don't like walking them. Uh, for me personally, there have definitely been times where I felt like, oh, I don't want to walk the dogs. Like, it feels like such a chore, um, even though, like, it should be something relatively relaxing if it feels like a chore, a chore is a chore. So soon Malcolm is walking multiple dogs and he sees Harvey uh, at the corner they always see. And that gives him the idea. So Harvey posts a sign saying that he's uh, offering dog walking services. And then Harvey posts a sign that he is dog walking services. And then uh, you see Harvey start walking dogs and taking some of, uh, or being some competition for Malcolm. Well, then Malcolm confronts one of the clients about it, uh, <laughs> saying, like, basically, hey, what gives? And she's like, oh, we found someone else. And it's just, like, the funny idea that, like, how important, like, a walking the do- people's dogs was for Malcolm. Because he was getting paid for this, but prior to that, we don't, they never showed what he did. Like, essentially, it seemed like his job was to take care of Bruno. So, later on, Malcolm sees Harvey and Angie at the park. And Malcolm sees some kids, and he says, Hey, there's a celebrity over there, referring to Angie. And soon, there's a small crowd that starts surrounding Harvey. And people start taking pictures and all that kind of stuff. And then Angie needs to poop. And Harvey's freaking out because there's like dozens of people here taking pictures and he doesn't want Angie pooping. And then there's chaos ensues uh, and he loses controls of the dogs. And so Malcolm kind of has like a revenge kind of (laughs) uh, vindication, I guess would be the right word, moment. All right, episode six. Episode six isn't much to pull from. The girl... Lulu starts kind of following Malcolm's schedule. And of course, Malcolm has like a very precise schedule. And she ultimately kidnaps Bruno. And that really affects Malcolm. There's like this whole montage of him going into a terrible spiral, doing drugs and other bad things. He's like laying outside with a cup, make, implying that he was like homeless, like asking for money. Um, things go really bad. And without just explaining the whole plot, he basically finds a way to he gets some leverage over the kidnappers dog nappers and he gets bruno back and um that just in terms of the this lens of the looking at through this lens of the show that it really showed like the effect that dogs have on people uh loving dog owners their dogs are really important to them and uh, I think losing a dog is different than it like passing away. Like I've dealt with dogs being uh, put down because of their old age, but at the very least, you kind of see it coming over time versus like you having your dog stolen, you have no idea and it's a total shock. So that was really difficult for Malcolm to go through. And so they did a good job of illustrating that. Alrighty, episode seven. Uh, This episode starts with a party uh, celebrating Bruno's return. And 
I like that, but I just thought it was odd. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of that. Um, of course, this is comedy. Um, obviously, there's parties for people returning, maybe a, a veteran returning or someone who moved far away returning or someone's leaving. Um, <laughs> but I thought that was that was that was great. Uh, so as the episode goes on, um, I know. Oh, just another funny part was that Malcolm makes fun of a guy walking a cat. So this guy's a cat on the leash. So take that, cats. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. Uh, then uh, Bruno is just being walked. He pees on a tree, and it turns out to be a park. Um, randomly, I looked up the definition of a park. I was looking up the smallest park, and a park can be really small. It doesn't have to be big. So in this case, the park was literally like basically – a square around uh, one small tree and the city had a park ranger there and it's like a real she's like a real stickler kind of character and uh, she pees on the tree and while he's there she microchips him and gives Malcolm a ticket to find that he has a out and to check if his shots are up to date and they are and Malcolm is like really insulted by this and uh, I f- like even like offended, uh, and I think he ins- insinuated that he feels like he doesn't take care of Bruno, which is totally not true, and which is what he does throughout the entirety of the whole show. So he goes to the the vet, and the receptionist uh, receptionist lady gets up and saying, "Oh, it's Bruno," and she starts gushing about him, and I thought that was funny that. Uh, you know, I love dogs, but it's like, I I don't know if I if there's a dog, at least I haven't met one, where I would be so happy to see um, that is not my own dog. And, Br- Br- you know, Bruno's a nice dog. He's a good dog, well-behaved. He's an actor. Uh, but he doesn't do anything, like, extraordinary. <laughs> but he's a good companion. And uh, while I'm trying to, like, sounds like I'm trying to, I may be saying some negative things, like, that's sometimes all we need from dogs actually often all we need from dogs um so it's just funny to just like praise him so much like that um and then just in terms of the relevancy of this he meets the vet and there's some jokes about charges uh like how much the vet charges you um things of that nature all right the final episode bruno again tries to go into the grocery store he fails again and he starts talking to a girl who works there, and she's telling him like, "Oh, I have, I may have a way to get Bruno in there. If he's a service dog, he legally has to be allowed in." And she says that uh, she has a connection. And we had seen this character before, and uh, Malcolm had talked to her, and uh, Malcolm knew she had a dog, and. He says something along the lines of, oh, I'd love to meet your dog. Um, And then kind of fast forward, they start dating her dog and Bruno, get along great. They get along great. Um, They move in together. They're doing really well. And without going into the details, uh, she has to leave um, out of the blue. She disappears. But she did get Bruno the paperwork to be a service dog. Now, it is a comedy, so, but it's just kind of, I never thought about, like, fake paperwork for a service dog. 
Uh, he even has like an ID picture and like a, a jacket that says service dog. Uh, I don't know if, obviously you need paperwork, but I don't know if there's like an ID is necessary, but either way, Bruno had all of that. They have this over the top scene where Bruno is, Bruno, Michael, Malcolm and Bruno are kind of like gliding through the store and there's some glass, classical music and they see all the people from the neighborhood and everyone's happy to see Bruno. And then in terms of the scope of the show, the Good Boy podcast, uh, that's all there is to talk about. Uh, but I will say that it, without like spoiling what happens, uh, it does leave like a good chance for a season two. So, obviously, I have no idea what it will take for this to get a season two. But that is all the show. I felt like I went through it in one breath. <sighs> Breathing out a little bit. <laughs> uh, so, my review. Uh, again, not the, perp- not the intended purpose of the show. The Good Boy Podcast show. But I thought it was a pretty good show. Um, I thought it was it was pretty funny. Um, it it wasn't kind of like laugh out loud kind of jokes. Uh, like I said, how did Netflix describe it? Offbeat and absurd. So uh, there are jokes, and you're like, oh, that's a clever joke, but you're not necessarily ah, ha, 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 like like a sitcom or anything like that. It's fairly quick. So if you're looking for something to breeze through, there's that angle. It shows dogs in a good light, so that's cool. A show about dogs in general is always cool. So if you're looking for a new quick show, comedy, I would recommend it. Um, Like I said, it had favorable reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, so critically it has done well. Um, And then so just kind of like final notes on the show. Um, I think this show does, (laughs) well, I think it's great, but they do a they show that they portray dogs like that they are celebrities and maybe not like ultra celebrity but kind of like a local celebrity who everyone knows um so it's not like they aren't it's not like you can't approach them but uh they are that but they are on an elevated platform and it's like everyone knows them and loves them and (laughs) As well, just kind of like how athletes, how they have sponsorships and fanfare around them. I've, I have been to New York briefly, so I don't know like the, how well developed a personality. I know that there's personality in neighborhoods, but like the, how developed the community gets in that regard to how realistic the portrayal was, but they did a, a great job of making it feel like there's a communal vibe. Everyone knew Bruno. Everyone knew Angie. Like I said, there was fanfare around them. So I thought that was great and nice to see in a TV show. I think that's all the notes I really have. I hope I did a good job of kind of giving the Good Boy podcast run through of this show. I think that's I think that's about wraps up all I have. But I do like seeing a, sh- a, a show and a recent show. Um, I had just heard about it recently um, i hadn't had on my list to watch or anything but i feel like just in general i don't know if this has changed or just feels more this way more that now that i'm older but dogs are really popular so it's nice to see them uh, as like a 
relevant companion in a comedy show and especially like a comedy show on something major like Netflix. So that was awesome to see. So yeah, that wraps this episode up. Another shorter one. Um, I hope it was very thorough. (laughs) Hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, please share the show. Tell your friends, neighbors, family, coworkers. Who else can I include? Local government. I don't know. Go to your your city hall and tell them about the show. I don't know. Uh, but share the show. Uh, I lo- I love doing it, and I want more people to listen to it. Um, I've gotten a lot of great feedback from people who have listened to it. A lot of people tell me it's a great idea. Um, so share it with other people. I still am hoping to get back to the regular episodes. Now I have I've been doing these episodes. In the meantime, so I hope you enjoy them. Yeah, share the show. Rate it on iTunes. Subscribe on the platform you listen to. All that good stuff. It should be available on basically every podcast platform out there. Uh, You can follow the show on Instagram at thegoodboypod. Or you can follow me um, and on Facebook at thegoodboypod and Twitter. You can follow me anywhere online. Just at my name, Ilya Alexeyev. Um, mixing dog content with other stuff on there. And please give me any feedback as well. always like feedback. I'm trying to improve the sound quality. I hope this one sounds better. I tried some some sneaky things. Uh, I know this is an audio show, so you can't see how weird the studio looks right now. But again, thanks for listening and keep petting those dogs.